This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you back from Italia? How was the European vacation? I've been I kept up on all the Instagram stories and posts. Loved it. Thank you. Yeah, it was it was great. I wish yeah. I had something funnier to say about it. It was um it was just like a quintessential beautiful Italian vacation. I had an amazing time. Ate all the pasta. Yeah. You know, you look refreshed. I feel like I look the opposite of you. I look tired (laughs) and haggard, and you look like you just came back from an Italian villa. And did you and Mike like it? Was it a. when you go on a vacation like that with with your husband, Mm -hmm. what is the. What is the feeling? Is there like. You, do, do you have this moment of like, I can't believe I'm away with my husband on an Italian vacation? I don't know. Is there like a. Is there relationship moments where you're like, it's almost like the second honeymoon? Like, how does it? In a way, I mean, we did a, so we did a a boat day in Lake Como. Saw the boat day. My brother. Yeah. He messaged you. He messaged me with a, with his boat guys. Um, Does that get annoying? Everyone's got a boat guy. Everyone's got a boat person. (laughs) It wouldn't have been. No, I didn't think it was annoying, but if I, I already had like a boat reservation, but it was nice. It was an, I'm sure his boat guy was, was was great. We actually got the boat where you drive it yourself. That was what my brother said. He was like driving themselves, huh? And and he wasn't sure how that would work out. You know, I actually really liked it. I mean, I didn't drive the boat. Mike did. Um, okay. Does he have any boating experiences? Do you feel safer because it's a lake? I think they, I, yeah, probably. It's like not crazy chores or anything like that. Right. And he was like, it's, it, I don't, they let anyone do it. So it's not that hard. It's like a U-Haul. Anyone can just pick one up. Basically. Yeah. yeah well, they let, that's what I'm saying. There's no like special license or anything. They let you, they let anyone do it. And he did it and it was, it was great. And I actually enjoyed not having an extra person on there. Right. You have to kind of like <laughs> be a different sm- yeah. person around like Captain John. Exactly. And Captain you, Gi- Giuseppe. And then you feel a little, it's almost like you feel a little weird that they, that they're like driving and yeah. you're just kind of like lounging. I don't know. Yeah, we're trying to fuck on this boat. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, Giuseppe. Close your eyes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I mean, it, was just, it was nice, like the privacy of, of it, course. I think. Yeah, and I didn't. I'd have... rather that my brother was like, I don't know, you need a driver. I was like, What are you? You know, the parent. What are you? What's wrong with you? Let them go on their boat. Yeah, no, I, I, I preferred it. I mean, I also wasn't driving, so right. it was like, it's I not was, your responsibility. I was just kind of sitting in the front, just like chilling, like tanning. Um, and he was driving, but he liked. He really liked driving. Of course, so it was great. Yeah, it was a, it was a vibe. It was a, that was like a. One of just one of the greatest days. A day you'll never forget. A boat day is amazing. There's uh, is there like anything better day. than being on a boat? No, there really isn't. You're on a boat and you, it, it, it kind of makes you reflect on life a little bit. You're like, yeah. ah, look at us on a boat. Just the life sunset. Is life is good. Yes. Cheersing prosecco. I'm sure this was. Uh, do you have like a charcuterie board out on the boat? What what kind of food situation? Do you have to bring your own? To um, well, we brought some of our we brought some of our own, but then we stopped for lunch at one of those places where you can like dock. 
At the, life is at good. The, yeah, it was just like, that's what I'm saying. It was like lovely. It was ext- my only complaint about the trip is that it was so fucking hot. Um, right. It was like in the 90s. And I, I like it to be hot. Mm-hmm. I'm like a hot weather person, maybe not as much as Candace. Mm. But um, yeah. I definitely like it warm. But it was... It was sweaty. It was a sweaty trip. Well, especially when you're yeah. in Italy, you know, like the, the Lake Como day, hop in the lake. Yeah. But then I always think about that, like when you tour Europe, like it's not like it's like we're not doing beach days. Like you guys are like. Right. Especially like the Tuscany, you're like drinking right. the wine. It's, but again, that's like the most luxury. I should have talked about this on Luxury Lounge. Yes, you should. Um, I, I love this. the best place on the internet. That, thank you. Yeah. Um, I built the lounge with my bare hands. <laughs> To make sure people had a place to complain about things it's like amazing, this. It's amazing because yeah. like even talking about like the weather, I feel like this is like a little You crazy. deserve it. This is great. You know. I'm, I'm happy you guys had a great time. It was lovely. I feel refreshed. It's nice to be back though. I do get to a point on a vacation. I think a week is like the perfect vacation length. Yeah. Because after that, I am like, all right. Enough's enough. I'm ready to go home. Yeah. You're just like, I, I got things to do. Yeah, I want to feel well. That's the I thing. You want to be in my f- own bed, right? You know. That, and you want to feel like uh, worthy. You know, like right. you know, there's I a thing. Get back to work. Yeah, I want to like feel like I do things in society. I just, right. I don't. That's the thing with some of these people on the European trips that are like gone for a month, and you watch it on Instagram stories. You're like, isn't there a point where they're like, I'm a little embarrassed, right? Even <laughs> towards the end. That's what I think. I think the posting is like much more intense at the beginning of a trip. Yes, and then by the time you get to day six, and then someone's like. Oh, are you still there? Right. <laughs> like, all right, I'm going to stop. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to like slow down the posting yeah. so that I don't seem, because then you just feel like an asshole. I Listen, you know? I hear you. I mean, listen, I'm on week two of the special being out, and I'm like, has this thing been out for six years? <laughs> like, I well, have, you're still on the circuit. I am. So. Um, that's why I'm so haggard. I haven't shut the fuck up. I've gone on every podcast. I, I mean, I just like literally... My aunt, I was just talking to her on podcast. See, like, I, I, it's gotten ridiculous. Like, I, I'm happy. Do you feel, I, oh, you've oversaturated yourself? I don't know. I, the thing is, everyone's in their different silos. So, like, there's people that are like huge you up fans that don't listen to right. anything else and, and, and vice versa. It goes all ways. So, like, it is, I do get, it's, it's actually bizarre. So I, first, let me thank the listeners here. You guys are the, the gas to the J train. You guys have really come together to push this special. I felt it. It's amazing. Thank you. Um, And then you go on other shows. And then every night, the weird part is I feel people watching because of social media. Oh, you, okay. So So you get this like, like around six o'clock, I get, oh, look at this. I never saw this before. Whoa. You know, the power of Netflix kind of, you can feel it. And, you know, I want to do another Netflix special. Like I, that's like what I want. And, you know, I hope, you know, I don't even know how it's doing in like relation mm-hmm. to anything else. So they don't you, give you any, I mean, that's, stats? I think well, that's what the writer strike is all about is okay. that they don't really release much. I mean, I don't know if I can even say that here, but yeah, that's fine to say. I mean, what's, what's I mean, wrong I with saying that? Yeah. I, I, the thing is you go, I don't know. I hope it's doing well. Like it top 10 for a week. I have never seen that from another special. So yeah. that's pretty cool. It's incredible. Um, have you heard from them? Uh, I hear kind of like whispers. Like you hear yeah. through other people. Oh, right. they're happy. They like it. Oh, it's great. I'm just happy people are laughing and yeah. enjoying. Like I'm going on the road and I have a whole new hour. I just went to Lexington, Kentucky. Here's the one thing Netflix has done. I, I do feel a validation from other people. 
Okay. <laughs> I gotta say, and and that's really the goal of any any job is to do it's something to feel where seen. would feel seen. Yeah. I do feel seen. It is I. Honestly, if Netflix gave a Letterman's jacket, I'd be wearing it to the ground. I would wear you the wear hat. You wear a ring. I'd a wear class, a ring, Netflix a class ring. There's no, so. I would wear everything. All the cheesy shit, you would wear it. Okay. Because I, I go, you know, I went to Lexington, Kentucky and did shows and the shows were awesome. Mm -hmm. And I don't think more people are showing up, which I would like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there's a, I have a different, I think I can feel myself more confident on stage. Right. Um, I could also like... You know, I went and met the Triple Crown winner. American Pharaoh. American Pharaoh. Two yeah. celebrities. Wow. Me and the Pharaoh. And that was a beautiful horse. I mean, I got starstruck from a horse. Triple Crown. Do you think the horse knows that it's a big deal or not I mean, really? the way that horse is living in, like, it's the Four Seasons. Is that where all of the special award-winning horses live? I, well, Lexington generally, yeah, because Churchill Downs, like, the... The, the Kentucky Derby. Okay. So like they're all there, but that's the industry. That was the crazy part. I actually put, there's a YouTube video. We put up like an eight minute video of me touring. Did they invite the you to come tour? The, this is, is what, what happens. Or though. you were just like, let me see what there is to do. Yeah, I broke into the, the farm. I said, <laughs> let me see American, give them to me. You know? I'm saying, is this something that anyone in Lexington, Kentucky can go do? Or is this like you have, it's an invite only kind of situation? If, well, I think this is kind of the back to the Netflix thing. Like, you know, someone at the show, they're like, hey, do you want to come meet the horses? I was so like. So many doors opening for you. The doors are opening. That's right. This is why I do it, right. to go and meet these horses. So <laughs> I, Did the horses think the special was funny? Uh, they didn't mention it. A little <laughs> insulted. Um, I. It was funny because like they were like, this woman and her boyfriend, they both work in the industry. They're like, do you want to come? I was like, actually, I do. You know, like, that'd be awesome. Do you get to ride the horses? Oh. No, they... they <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah! <laughs> Me on top of the horse the in my picture, Netflix yeah. cowboy hat. No, that's <laughs> no, not allowed. That, not allowed. So. Okay. Um, no, but you go and you realize that this is their oil industry. This is their Wall Street. This is their... It's interesting. This is their fishery. You know, like, this is... It is money. You right. know, like, you know... And all of it revolves around a weird topic of horse sex. Because oh, like breeding. it's breeding. Right, yeah. That's what the industry. Oh, they're breeding is. American Pharaoh. He's got now sense. a line right. of uh, of kids. Imagine if they did that with like celebrities. It's a it's a weird <laughs> thought. Yeah, I I and then, then they show you the room where they breed. That was the thing. So I put up over the course of the weekend. I I I put up a clip of the joke and all this stuff. It's on my YouTube. But it's like basically they're like I was like I would love to come. Can we film it? And they're like, Well, you can't film the breeding. I was like, That's not what I'm looking to do. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that is a weird sexually exploiting the horses right I don't know I came here to make my horse porn what the <laughs> fuck you know like you have this moment so I don't know it, it, it's kind of cool that I, I feel it at the shows like I feel yeah. people being like oh we're here for like a comedian who's on the rise you know as opposed to like some guy who's trying to do this. I don't right. know. And that might be in my own head, but, uh, yeah, I think there's a validation in, in that feels right. like there's a, and that's for anything that has like a big name, you know, yeah. there are people who feel that way where they go to a good school. They feel that way. Or they're like, you know, it's like a signaling thing. Like it signals to the audience that you are, are legitimate. I'm sure you had that with Betches. Was there like a thing that came out that made it like Betches was like, real deal business to other people that you felt seen in a different way? Well, I think it's it, kind of early. It was very validating because we got a book deal 
um, mm. like right out of college, we got a book deal with Simon and Schuster. And our par- I think for our parents, it was kind of like, no one really knows what the hell we're doing. Right. But then it was like someone at a at a brand that they know, Simon, Simon and Schuster, Schuster is, a real, is a real book brand, offered us a book. And I, mean, I think that was kind of like legitimizing for them to be yes. like, all right, you can keep doing it again, even though you're not making any real money. This seems like legitimate. There's something here. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, uh, that's very, that's very cool. And I, it is one of those things feel like, like a Netflix has like, you know what I'm saying? There's a feeling of like this brand that is known. Right. Has given the thumbs uh, yes, up. Yes. Given me the ability to do something. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I'm on the road. So if you're out there, I mean, I'm coming Huntington, Long Island. It's filling up. It's, it's a cool to theater. I'm excited to go and, and to see you. It looked awesome. No, yeah. it looks like an area to like hang. Oh, yeah. Huntington is like a spot. It is a it's a big going out spot. I we'll might get out. a hotel or maybe I could stay in the big you red stay, room that you have. You can stay with with me. We I, have plenty of rooms. OK, yeah. this might happen. I, I'm going to I'll stick around Long Island. I'll, I'll see what it's like being suburban. I'll take you on the, the big tour. Oh, yeah. is this your Walmart? <laughs> So I'm coming to uh, Providence, Rhode Island this weekend. Can't wait to be in Providence. Love that club. Love the comedy connection. Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, it's filling up. There's uh, Atlanta. That's my first theater. Theater. So Ooh. that's a big deal if you're in Atlanta. Uh, assemble the group chat. Seattle, Washington added a second show. Wow. Seattle has, I don't know what we're doing there, but. Wow, we got to do a show there. We got to do a live we, you up. We went to, we did one. We did one, but yes. for, I, it was some, 2019. It was a while ago. It was a long time ago, but I, maybe they're, they're there. So I'm going, they're I'm back. doing, they're back. Uh, two shows there. Charlotte, North Carolina. I haven't been there in, since the pandemic. Philadelphia added a second show. DC added a second show. Baltimore, still working on that first show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dania Beach, uh, which is like, Fort, Fort Lauderdale, Boca-ish. I'm there during Thanksgiving week, wow. so that'll be fun. That's yeah. going to be great. If you're going back for the something to do it's to not talk to be, your family. Great time to be in Florida. Good time. The, the best time. Portland, Oregon, Phoenix, Arizona, San Diego, Boston, and then Chicago sold out in presale. Amazing. Wow. So added a which, second show. The Vic. The Vic. Like, sold out. in pre Before it even Amazing. came out. Amazing. Chicago so, is like, I think Chicago is maybe like, has the best feelings towards the show and you. And I think you're right. Like they're just a great city. As I once yeah. said, my kind of town, Chicago. Is that what I said? Or Frank Sinatra? One of, uh, one of, one of the two. Of you. One of the two. Yeah. So I, yeah. Could be in the musical. Chicago's like our vibe, I think. Yeah. Sometimes I think like it's a, you know, the, you know, it's real people. Exactly. You know, just like we're real people, just like the Chicagoans. That's us. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, like, so, you know, there's no pretense. This podcast is about an honest conversation about dating. We're going to let it all hang out. Yes. Right. We're going to let we're going to talk real. That is the goal. The honesty that yes. people are looking for in this dating world. That's the other thing that's been exciting. You know, there's so much extreme out there. Like, I think the special is just like a fun special to enjoy with your boyfriend, girlfriend, brother sister mama papa and i'm talking and if you watch till the end you'll see my family and the whole new hour is about my parents wow which is like a feat i'm excited to see it it's pretty the entire hour is about them the entire wow. hour it's 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 about going on vacation with my parents okay. and it's an hour of it and it's like um it, i keep adding to it and it's turned into this like 
I, I'm proud of it. Like I like I when I see people with their parents in the crowd and they're like hitting their dad, like he's talking about you, you fucking idiot. Like it's kind of cool. That's really uh, cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Well, I won't be going with my parents, but I will be there Listen, with, with the other batches. I can't wait. Um any you know, Sam, Sammy Eileen well, Eileen will probably be like giving birth, but be there with at the show. Yes. Yeah, that's that will, that's the opener. <laughs> I'm sure she would love that. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure she'll yeah. be. We'll set up a bed and let's get she'll that baby right out there. Yeah, I and think the, she's due the 30th, so that would be good timing. Perfect. Great. Yeah. Let's get. Okay. Let's jump right in. You ready? Let's jump right in. Also, you're doing Betches Night Out on September oh, 20th. Oh, that's a. I'll be doing a piece of the the set there yes. because I'm working on it. That's what when I'm in the city. That's like what I'm doing. Like it's a shorter set if I'm at this comedy cellar. But Betches Night Out, it's I, I'm honored. We're excited. I mean, it's usually all women, but we figured, you know, who is the best friend of Betches? There we go. You. I'm in. I'm and truly we're, we're excited to have you. And like, it really, it brings us back to our full circle, to our, to our, our roots. roots. We yeah. used to host the Betches of Comedy Nights. That's so, right. September 20th, if you want to see Jared and some other amazing female comedians. The lineup is amazing. Awesome. I know Yamanika's on it. Am I? Yes. Yeah. Yamanika is yeah. so, so funny. Just, uh, it's it's she's just, great. She's been on your show a bunch. She's, she's so she's funny. been on this show. We and did our live has. show. I think oh, she yes. did our Brooklyn show. Uh, the whole lineup. I was looking at the lineup. I was like, I think is Emma Wilman on it? Yes, she's so also many great. funny people. Um, and it's, it's a great Chelsea lineup. musical, which is like also like on the like, what am I going to do with like a fun New York City night? Like that is the night. Great location. Like, great location. You can go to like Los Tacos. Number one is ne- nearby. The Tipler, as we've plugged City love before. We love the Tipler. That's nearby. The So House, if you, if you have a membership. <laughs> if you, uh, didn't we just say we were relatable? Yeah, like well. The Chicago people. Uh, not not <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Mr. Netflix over here. Uh, so, just call yeah. you Mr. Netflix. Should you introduce yourself that way? On the show? I I'm Jordana my... Abraham and I'm Mr. Netflix. <laughs> That's right. I changed the name of my fantasy football team okay. to Netflix's Jared Free. Oh, wow. They must love that. That's I'm sure it. no one's talking shit about you behind your back for that. None. <laughs> no. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash UUP, code UUP. 
You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows let's jump right in let's do it and and also i've been listening to oversharing what a nice thing for me especially like to calm myself it's been hard to like i've been frantic i'm jumping on all these podcasts i'm mr netflix you know i'm 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 everywhere and oversharing has been like a nice Ah, for me. Like, I love listening to the show. It's really Thank you, a yeah. calming presence in my life, to tell you the truth. It's a calming presence in mine, to be honest. Like, I feel like I get calm from Dr. Naomi. Just Dr. Naomi must not, not have any room in the schedule anymore because... <laughs> I, I don't think she's taking new patients. No, okay. But- <laughs> No, but Please, I, Dr. Naomi. Unless it was you. Okay. you know, so she's taking celebrity patients, Jared. Uh, Mr. No, Netflix. But it's it's funny because like I do feel like the show has also just been a good outlet for catching up with my sister. Right. And, it feels it, you, know, you actually feel that way when you yeah. listen. I, as a outside third party. And when I started it, we started it, that was sort of like I was kind of like, if nothing else, Naomi and I will get like an hour to to catch up it'll strengthen our relationship right do the <laughs> I'm other like Adam sandler that's how i'm running a business just based on you know <laughs> to like own... catch up with people i like exactly <laughs> do the other siblings listen have you heard from them do they is there any are, are they pitching you podcast ideas to catch up um not at the moment my, my siblings definitely listen i yeah. think to hear if we talk about them right. and um because you know naomi's also just like it's funny she is the she's sort of like always been like the voice of reason in like the whole family. Okay. So like when everyone else is acting mm-hmm. like the worst version of themselves, she sort of like still holds it, keeps it together. I got, she's a, like a, a mama bear presence. Right. She is like our, she is like a, um, like another mother. To another mother. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The backup. For sure. <laughs> or the A team. I don't know. No, you never know. <laughs> yeah. To some, depending on the day of the week. Exactly. Listen, let's um, get, let's sorry, get right Let's in. jump right in. What are we talking about today? Okay, we're talking about a new zany business idea. Okay. <laughs> Not business idea, I guess. A new zany dating idea. I love a zany date. I love outside of the box thinking. Yeah, and they're taking um, a lesson from you and making business cards for dating. I feel like I've heard some iteration of this before. This Every now and again, I've heard that. I agree. Yeah. This, uh, this comes up. Maybe I should make a business card. Maybe I should. How can I figure out this? Weird, wacky dating world in 2023. Everyone re- references the year, mm-hmm. you know, like everyone's like, oh, dating in 2023. I've got an idea. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, do we want to get into it? Let's do it. All right. I'll read it. 
Hi, Jane Jane. I'm in my mid-20s, and not that I find anything wrong with being single. I wouldn't know life otherwise. I'm slowly <laughs> becoming... <laughs> We believe you. I'm in my mid-20s. I mean, yeah. I hope you are feeling okay about being single. I'm slowly becoming the single friend, and it's not for lack of trying. Okay. Is that annoying to hear from someone in their mid-20s? It's not annoying. It's like, yeah, but those people, it's, it's not long view. Like, right. you're the single friend in your mid-20s. Well, don't worry. Some of them will be back. <laughs> you know, That's like true, some of those yeah. friends are going to be single again. Don't worry. And they're, and they're going to come to you and go, oh, I was 29 and I was on my <laughs> way to the suburbs and I was about to be chosen. And then it breaks up and now they're back with you. That's true. So. I dreamed a dream. <laughs> my right. friends all found their boyfriends and girlfriends back in college through work or lucked out fairly quickly on the apps. Apps just aren't my thing. They feel like a second job. I have a harder time wanting to engage after a few swipes or flat conversations, and I feel like boredom or lack of interest isn't as quick when you've met IRL. What do you think about dating business cards or giving out bracelets with my number? It seems fun and unconventional, but will it solve my issue or will it give a bad impression? Trying to start a conversation with someone just trying to enjoy their coffee or get through their commute seems more annoying than quickly slipping them something that lets them know I think they're cute and I'd be interested in getting to know them more. But I'm in my mid-20s, haven't secured a date, and you've had years of dating stories, so I figured you were the best ones to ask for an open mind. <laughs> we're going to give you an open mind. We're going to make fun of you. You old ass people yeah, 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 might, yeah, yeah. might have a better... You <laughs> guys have had eons of being alone and single to talk to me about. Yes. Thank you. Uh, well, well, I don't think hawking a bracelet at someone that you think is cute is, is the move. The, the move yeah. well, but. well, let's say you were out. Mm. Someone gives you a... There's a, a, a woman who gives you a bracelet. It has right. her number on it or a business card or something like that. Like, I'm going to give a hard truth. Okay. Okay. And I listen, this is all Let's fun. hear it. That's what this is this for. This is what this is for. Yes. There is no wacky idea that outdoes attraction. Okay. So do I want to fuck you? And you gave me a bracelet? Great. <laughs> <laughs> I got this cool bracelet from this chick I want to fuck. And, and mm -hmm. again, when we get in the world of looks, everyone has a different type. Everyone's into something different. Everyone's into... If you're attracted, right. Yeah. If the person's attracted, this... Uh, yeah, I guess this makes it more fun and different, but it doesn't... You know, here's what it does. If, if you're looking at it from the perspective, like, does, it, does this bracelet in your hand make you more, like, outgoing? Because it might. Like, mm -hmm. I could understand we're having this business card or having this bracelet to give to a guy that you think is cute makes you approach a guy you think is cute, which great. I don't think from the other end, it gets you more dates. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think if it was the reverse, if it was like a guy with the bracelets or right. the business, I would be like, it's a little, it's a little try hard to me. It's yes. like a kind of like, also you've already pre you've pre-made them. You're not just giving it to me. You're giving it to like, it doesn't feel that romantic. It's like they're, you're giving them out. You mean to tell me that a man sitting at home making gimp <laughs> bracelets to prospective dates with his number on it doesn't turn you on? Exactly. It's what I'm saying. That doesn't, there takes away a feeling of like specialness. One, it feels like a little desperate. I think Touch especially desperate. from a guy, maybe from a guy, maybe more so. I think this isn't going to work for a guy. This isn't going to work. Yeah. It, it, you, you actually have made your chances less. Right. I think for a guy. Right. I'm kind of like, why do you need this? Right. What's going on? Right. Where, where's the, you know, 
you know, the, the, the towel with, you know, the, the gas is going to knock me out. Right. You know, right. Is yeah. I, I would think, I mean, would you feel that way in terms not of from a woman? No, we wouldn't think of that way. I, I, I you wouldn't I, be like, Oh, she like needs to pull this whole trick. She could, if she didn't have the personality to back it up, that's the other thing. Like sometimes these ideas are made to not have to be you. Mm-hmm. You know, like sometimes the joke is too much. It's like when someone dresses up for Halloween and becomes the character because they want to get out of their own, you know, because the, it's their only night to let their freak flag fly. You know, right. like you go, okay, can you stop impersonating Britney Spears for five minutes so I can know who you are? Right. You know, so I, I think sometimes these things, listen, if you're the type if you have the personality that matches giving out a business card, yeah, I, okay, but I, I don't think it. I, I don't think it will. Well, here's my other question. Sure. Would and I think it's a little different, like you said, for women. Maybe also because it could be more about sex for you. But do you think that would, like, if someone gave you that card, they was basically saying like, "I'm interested." Mm. Probably you means you could sleep with them. Would it be like? you might be more likely to sleep with them, but still be like kind of turned off in a dating sense of like, I don't know if I'm going to date you. Cause like, nah, this is a little weird. No, you no. know, I, I understand what you're saying. I, like, mean to, I don't mean to be icky for you. No, but <laughs> that's oh, I got my chance to fuck now. I, no, I, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like rubbing my hands like, together would, as I'm wearing her bracelet. Like, yeah, I'll do it. But like, I don't know if I'm like, I, I think that's the nature of any person approaching you in a bar is like, where do I stand here? Right. But I do think, Again, like the personality has to match it. Like I, I think like they have to be just like the type that's so outgoing that they would be doing that. Right. And maybe and I do understand what they're saying about the apps. They want to get away from the apps. Fine. I I, I hear that. You mm-hmm. know? So I think if this gets you more excited about meeting people in bars, this is good for you. Right. But it's not gonna change the other end of things. I do think if you approach more, you will have more fun, you know, and mm. I can understand how this would be motivating. Like I made these cards. It's kind of fun. I don't think it would work for a dude. I just, I think like, this is a, like, like for you, a guy doing it. Like you've said a lot, like, and I'm, this is something I've learned from you. Like, is this a joke to you? Right. Well, it's also cause there's, cause you were not making one. You're probably making several. And I think right. that's also kind of like, it feels a little, Right, like, I, I wouldn't need to feel special. Like my yeah. my head wouldn't <laughs> right. go to like. You wouldn't be like, well, he she gave one to this. How many guys have you given those? To? Right, I, I wouldn't yeah. even. It would like take a month for me to go. I, I guess she did make more than one. <laughs> you know, like it wouldn't even occur to me. I do think um, these things they don't ring sad to me. It's just more like. I, I, again, like if they came up to me and they're like, here's my business card. All my friends are in relationships. This is why I made them. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> like, start like that. Right. Maybe not a good start. Well, if it's, we're at a fun bar and you're out with friends. Like I want the, the, the perfect bar approach and we are on the seat. We are in bar approach season. Mm-hmm. We are in the fall football season. Football season is a great way to go out. It's a great way to meet people in person. It's a great excuse to get together with your old friends, especially college football season. That's kind of an excuse that gets people together. So if there was a woman with three of her friends, they're all having drinks and they're having a good time. And then she slips me a business card that says, I think you're cute. Awesome. Okay. Great. I don't, then I'm going to go, do I think she's cute? That's all. And that's where the, the parade kind of ends. And that's where the ickiness starts because mm-hmm. that card 
from someone I'm not there for. You might. It's kind of like, again, like a Bumble. We talk about this with Bumble. It's like, yeah. well, they're interested. I could kind of, I guess I could do it. Right. <laughs> there, it does have a, like, I'm going to talk to you. I know you're interested. Like, yeah. but I, I think like, I think there's better alternatives to making a Taylor Swift well, friendship bracelet. Well, here's the other thing about it too, is I feel like in an ideal situation, if we think about meeting someone in the wild, there's something nice that you don't get on the apps that's sort of like this person could just be like out there enjoying their life and like not even thinking about dating. And then it just happened to like, do you know what I mean? There's yeah. something, there's some, what of a like mystery and like a sexiness to, I'm just kind of like out having fun and we'll see what happens. And you don't get that on the apps. Right. And I think to make these business cards almost feels like you're taking that the right. element of the apps and bringing it into the real world of like, this is a premeditated thing where I'm telling you that like, this right. is what I'm here for. It's not like sparks fly. Right. You're so right because the apps were made to create safety mm -hmm. that you're not going to get turned down. You get a little green light above their head that says I'm attracted to you. Right. And these cards bring that safety to real life. Exactly what you're saying. And it, again, like the, there's something hot to the meat cute. It's the yeah. you're in the bar that I was who, of all to be the gin joints. Right. Yeah. You know, like I think this person's way better off putting their energy into plans with friends around college and professional football. Like I, I really do. Also, the beauty of college and professional football, it's a daytime hangout. So people aren't it's not dark in the bar it's not people wasted mm -hmm. people are generally at the beginning of the games more sober they're there they're right. they're more themselves than they are at night yeah because they're there for a reason they're not just there to like go out and right. prowl potentially and, <laughs> and their safety of you you know if you're at a college especially a college football game all the people there are there for the team so the school, right. so there's commonality. Well, that adds also like the getting rid of the pretense of like, we're all just here to fuck. Right. Like, <laughs> like we're here for like a, at least seemingly another reason. Right. Of like the game or and, whatever. And you have a friend in common. <laughs> oh, my friend went, like I'll use Penn, I went to Penn State. When we, when Penn State plays, it is a bar full of Penn State people and friends of Penn State people. Right. You know, and you go, oh, so who's that? And then- you can fix yourself up. Like when you go to these bars, oh, who's that guy? Oh, well, he was in this fraternity, knew this guy, knew this, you know, oh, and I think he had a girlfriend. I think they broke up. Okay, now you got the you get the deal. Right. You've now, okay, can you put a word in? See if he's single. Just see if they're single is like a great way to let to tell someone. Right. And then put I want to be fixed hands. up with them. Yeah. I agree. So I, I think there's like you know, the investment in, you know, cards. Bracelets. <laughs> and bracelets and the time spent right. could also be an investment in. Having fun. Uh, and a Penn State hat. Yeah. <laughs> like you could put the money, it could be better spent. I agree. I think that's, and again, I think it'll be more natural and fun and like less, I think lower stakes when you do it that way. Absolutely. I'm going to be out football all day. I'm so excited. Yeah. Football season. That's, are you going to be home on Sunday? You mean in New York on Sundays? I'm going to be, I'm going to try to. I love a New York football Sunday because it's, it's transplants too. Yeah. It's not one great team. Great time in the, it, just the best season of New York. Football. It is. It's fuck season. <laughs> there we go. <laughs>
I've said this. How many years have yeah. we said this on this podcast? The mayor was thinking of renaming, you know, the month. The Jared Freed. Fuck season. Jared Netflix Freed Fuck Season <laughs> here in New York City. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Okay. Hi, J&J. This happened a few years ago with my ex, and I can laugh about it now, so I hope it gives you a good laugh. At the time, it was February in Boston. Brr. Brr. February in Boston. Is that a song? Not fuck season there. More like sit at home and get fat season. I was living in an apartment with two roommates, and my boyfriend came over to hang out. We're in my room making out when I decide to light a candle on my nightstand to create a little ambiance. We're getting hot and heavy, taking off each other's clothes, etc. At which point I'm naked and he's in his boxers when he starts to go down on me. Fun times. Yum, 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 yum. What else is there to do in Boston in February? (laughs) Right. Go downtown. For the first couple of minutes, I was totally lost in the moment until the smoke alarm in my room started going off and blaring the high-pitched beep, beep, beep. As soon as I heard it, I realized that I could smell smoke, and I looked to my right and saw that my pillow had caught fire. 
It had slipped off the bed during our sexual activities and onto the bedside table, directly on top of the candle that I had lit. I immediately panicked when I saw the huge flame shooting up off the pillow and tried to blow it out, wave it with my arms, but it was way too much fire to go out with just that. Oxygen is good for the flame. Yes. want to stamp it out, I think. Don't take that advice here. I don't know what I'm talking about. Fire Marshal Freed. That's right. Fire Marshal Netflix Freed. Luckily, my boyfriend at the time was a little bit of a quicker thinker than, a, than, than me and grabbed the glass of water I had nearby to pour it on it, uh, but it did uh, little to put out the flame. After a few seconds and realizing that wouldn't be enough to put out the fire, he grabbed the flaming pillow and ran out of the living room and out the back door of my apartment and ended up throwing it in a snowbank to put out the flame. While he did that, I grabbed a towel to wrap myself in and went out to the living room kitchen where both my roommates had been looking at the smoke alarm trying to shut it off. We had many false alarms in this apartment with our smoke detectors, but they knew it wasn't false because they had clearly seen my boyfriend sprint outside seconds early with a flaming pillow and were staring at me, clearly trying not to laugh. At this point, my boyfriend came back inside, still only in his boxers and with an extremely charred pillow in his hands. Needless to say, we all died laughing. Honestly, this could have been really, really bad. At the time, I had a tapestry hanging above my bed. I was 23. <laughs> give me a break. <laughs> and the fire was dangerously close to reaching the tapestry, and I can only imagine if the tapestry had caught fire and, and that my entire room and maybe our whole apartment could have burned down. This person's the person that can't just, like, tell the story and then has to, like, what make if, you feel yeah, like right. the biggest piece of shit. You know, like, <laughs> and then the apartment would have burned down and we all would have had cancer. It's like, what? Why? But it didn't. <laughs> right, right. Thanks. Um, I'm, luck I'm lucky it didn't reach that point. But let this be a PSA to never light a candle near your bed, especially if you're planning on having sex near the flame. From this day on, I have only ever lit candles on my dresser, which is far away from my bed as possible. Sincerely, sex extinguisher. What do you think? Um, I This is a big fear of mine. I think about it every time I light a candle. Same. You like candles? Oh, big candle guy. Oh, really? I wouldn't, yes. I wouldn't have predicted that. Yeah, I, I light a candle and then I check it before I leave, even though I hadn't, you know, leave for vacation, even though I haven't lit it, lit it since <laughs> a month ago. I've, yeah. I've, I've left candles burning when I've left the my apartment. I am... I love candles, yeah, and I—that's a constant fear of mine. It's a constant fever dream. It, well, the candle game—I mean, the the price difference in candles is like crazy. Oh yeah, like an expensive candle. Is uh, do not light a diptyque. I have learned that you; those are not for lighting. Sacred. Sacred. Yes. Yeah. The I I like a candle during sex. I think it's fun. Oh, you do light it. Oh, You'll I light, light the it. candle. Wow. Put on the Dave Matthews. Can I have a question? Yes. What point do you light the candle? Like as soon as they get you get back to the while apartment. they're blowing me. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. No, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Don't blow too hard. You might ah. turn off that can uh, candle. No, I, when do you light it? Like wait till you, we used to make a candle at Betches that said, "Wait till you see my my wick." <laughs> <laughs> I'll put on my satin robe, open, completely naked underneath. I'll lay the woman down on the bed. And then I turn on the Dave Matthews. Da, 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 da. There you go. Da, and then I hit the flame, turn it on. She's wet as hell by that point. Really setting the, setting yeah, the scene. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> when do you light the candle? Um, I, I wouldn't light it like at that. I'm saying I haven't really lit it in like a sexual mm. sense 
But like I, because I, I would have that fear of like I'd forget to blow right. it out. But I'm oh, I, I put it like across the room too. I, also, like okay. the smell, hell, you know, like I, I gotta cover up, you know, what I've been doing there. Okay. Right. <laughs> In the weeks it's prior, for, it's for masking purposes. There's a little masking. There's a little sexiness. Mm. I think a candle, you know, like candles, very sexy. Sex by the firelight. Come on. Yeah, it's like two the poor, animals. Poor man's fireplace. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, New York. I just light it. Uh, yeah, I. That's why there's always like those like candle companies that sprout out. They're like, we're the candle for dudes. It's like no one wants to fuck. No by, one like, wants to. Yeah. Dirty gym socks smell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, like no, I agree. I think there's something very sexy about like women's candle. Like yes. not like not a manly scented. And it can't be like a Yankee candle. It has no, to be. I light about thirty candles. No, it's, you do it's not. It's as if you're a. The Vatican. You do not light thirty no, candles. No, you like no. one. One single Two. candle. Throw throw on, guster. So if you're ever if, if someone's at your apartment and the candles are being lit, they'll know what's uh, what's about to you happen. You know what's going down. <laughs> That's right. It's like the horse getting ready to fuck at the. Is that what the horse did? They start. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Do they actually neigh like before they're? I I was told it's like a very. They they basically they have a room where they like bring the horses into they they bring them through different doors the whole process they told us it was like is there like romancing they bring in a fluffer like a feather so a ma- feather the feather they feather the nuts no the uh, the mare comes in they bring in a male horse to like get her ready and then the stallion comes in oh really finishes they don't the let, job that's how embarrassing for isn't the, that for right the, for the male horse that that does the prep yeah that guy. <laughs> Get that's out nice. of here. Go masturbate in the corner. Honestly, that seems like the meat, like dog, if you talk about animal cruelty, that seems like the meanest part of the whole thing. Right. right? That's, <laughs> someone's going to be angry Sorry. about that comment. Should we cut that? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, listen. Yeah, the first horse comes in, goes down on her, caresses her, tells her how good she looks. And then she's like, all right, the, 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 get the, out the, of big, here. the big guy's coming in. Bring it in the cock. <laughs> <laughs> let's go let's do another email let's do it okay okay uup at betches.com keep sending your emails we love a specific issue specificity we love specificity nothing makes us want to light a candle more that's than right specifics candle lit hey james marching plan <laughs> <laughs> that is a good song for a good good sex song that's right hey j and j into me and then i whisper in her ear while it's going on <laughs> i really do myself a a disservice of unfuckability from this podcast <laughs> what do you mean you're letting people know all your moves that's right hey j and j feather feather and and all feather feather and all so my 27 female boyfriend 33 male has a three-year-old daughter he doesn't see she was an oopsie from a fling, and he's never wanted kids. His mom loves her, and she's at all the family gatherings. But in the almost two years we've been seeing each other, he's seen her maybe three times. He insists he doesn't know how to interact with kids, and he feels resentment towards the baby mama for going through with the pregnancy, so he doesn't really like seeing her. Silly, as it obviously takes two to tango. He's a sweet and caring person otherwise, but this is something that nags at the back of my brain. I think he needs to decide once and for all if he wants to be around, especially as she's going to start forming memories. Obviously, that's up to him, and I can't push him to make a decision, but I want him to, to at least think about what he's going to do. 
what can I do or say, or do I just need to accept it if I'm going to continue dating him? Signed, a potential future stepmom. This is uh, this is different than what we usually get. Yeah, this is a, definitely a bit heavier. Definitely heavier. I mean, like, it's one of those things that makes me think of, like, you know, when someone's like, you know, the it's like, who dates these people? <laughs> you know, like, I, 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 I don't mean to be so mean, but like you would hope I, I, I've never been in this scenario, so I don't know how I would act. Right. So I can't be the most judgmental, but I am judging, you know, like, well, so is she, so is she, right. right. You're right. You're right. And, and you know, she's you, dating him. So right. I think you as someone who doesn't even know him, can <laughs> right. That's fair. I, I, cause I hear this story and I'm like, this is so sad. Yeah. And and the excuse of like I don't know how to deal with kids like that's an excuse that's, that's the not worst even, part. Right, almost. that's the worst. Right. If it, I, the resentment I get. Yeah. I could understand that like the kid makes me so, you know, I this isn't the life I plan on having, but like uh, you know, at a certain point you got to step up. I don't even know what up. to do. Right. I don't even know what to do is almost like I don't feel like that's a real well thought out answer for why he acts the way he acts. Right. And I, you know, we can't look at this email and tell her to be turned off. Like sounds she is turned off. It sounds yeah. like she is, but I, yeah. I mean, she's still dating him. Like I, to me. Well, you, you know what I can see? This is as it's sort of like when you first start dating someone and you're like really obsessed with them and you're in that honeymoon stage mm -hmm. and you're like, you kind of ignore a little bit of like a red flag for you because you're like, everything else about this person is great. And I really right. am into them and they don't really speak to the daughter, but like, He's steady at a reason, and because you're so in love, you kind of um, like you're you, you're okay with it. And, and then you I don't think, cry right. because you're like, oh, I guess it's not really my business yet. And and you go, oh well, I guess he's just he not that into it, you know, like right. or but but he's probably more into it than I think, you know, like you do that thing. Yeah, well, also just because you're in that phase, I think where you were seeing the best in everyone. Mm -hmm. And then I mean, now they've been dating two years, which sounds about right. Where she's like, okay, now I like. That honeymoon phase is a little bit over. Right. I still like this guy, but now I'm sort of seeing his flaws for what they really are. And that happens with everyone and all of their, and whatever their flaws are. This is, a, you know, too many, a particularly large one, but it could be, she could replace this with, you know, that thing where he used to like make fun of me in that way. Like now it's actually annoying. This is who he is. Right. There's a moment of this is who they are. Yes. In every relationship. This is who they are. This is the cart you've hitched your horse to. And I think that happens about two years in. Right. No, I, I, I think there's a, I think if we were going to take it away from this very specific thing, you go two years in, you're dealing with something. I don't like this, who they are. Right. You, I don't like and this I, element of who they are. Yes. And I either need to say, okay, I, I maybe, maybe it's not my favorite thing, but I like everything else and I'll get over it. Or you can say, cause this is the, cause that's sort of the point. I think when you're kind of like, is this, could this be like a forever thing? Mm -hmm. Maybe something happens earlier for some people. But I think that's like almost like the most rational time mm -hmm. to make that decision. Cause two years in is when you become like securely attached to someone and you have more of a clear mind rather than in that beginning initial obsessive phase. So I think that she's probably deciding, is this something I can get over? Or right. is this kind of the thing that's going to always bother me and I don't want to accept it? Well, I would also wonder, is this how they handle everything? You know, well, that would, everything yeah, that you don't like, is this how you handle it? Like, this is how you handle obstacles? Is this how you handled COVID? Like, COVID is like, was a, I, I bring up COVID because it was like a surprise to everyone. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't something. It was an unplanned thing that we all had to deal with, which right. is the sounds same similar, as this. Yeah. Sounds similar. So you go, you know, there were some people that like burrowed down and didn't do much, you know, maybe lost jobs and they didn't have like a second wind or or, or a left hand or, a, you know, a, they didn't have a a move. Right. And you go, that's who they are in the face of things that happen. Right. And in that, in that, even worse, and I feel like in this situation, because it's not like he didn't have anything to do with this happening. Right. That's, a, yeah. Which he, is like sort of a an evasion of all responsibility. Right. And is, I'm sure I, I, she didn't bring up like the money aspect. And I don't know if he's giving money to this person, the right. mother or whatever. If he's not giving money, that's another element of like, are you not, what's, what's the plan here? Like, I, I would actually wonder what the plan is. Right. What's like, his, what is it? How does he see their relationship? I would ask him about that's a good point. I would ask him about how he sees this relationship with his with his daughter playing out. Is this the relationship that he wants for the rest of her life? Right. And if it really does turn you off and it seems like it does because you're writing to us, you have to kind of like look in the mirror. Like, why are you staying with this person that you are really turned off by a huge part of their life and how they handle things? Like, are you with them because they're the option that would be with you? Right. And you'd have to wonder, like, let's say there was a similar thing that happened with you. Right. How would you feel? What would you do? Right. And what if you two have kids? Is that other kid going to be a part of the Like, I would have a lot of questions. Yeah. Like, I, 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 there's like I a, need a better a, answer what? than it's just not my thing. Right. <laughs> I don't even know how to turn on Barney. You know, like, I don't know what the, like, it's just a crazy response. Well, yeah. Like, I, I, I think like, it would be a turnoff that they just wouldn't be taking into consideration, like the, the needs of this person that they helped create. Well, that, and let's make it to, you know, let's make it about the emailer. You're now part of this. You know, if mm-hmm. you guys get more serious, you are part of the future of your complicit. Yeah. You know, like the minute well, yeah, you guys get, so I would be more, they probably feel a sense of like, it's not my place. Mm-hmm. Now it's your place. In You're the beginning, too, in maybe the beginning. it wasn't, yeah. Now, every day you guys get closer, it becomes more your place. Okay, I'd like to have kids. How is our kid going to interact with your other kid? I would like to do these seven things. I'd like to move here. I'd like to move, how does it affect this? other child and it, it does sound like it lacks emotion and compassion but you you got to get yours too mm-hmm. like this does affect this person's life going forward yeah i don't know it's i i i mean i th- i think that the only way to to deal with it is like you said to ask him how he sees it playing out right to ask yourself if you're okay with that <clears throat> and then like you have to either choose to accept it, which is, I mean, if that's what she wanted to do, if she if didn't bother her, if she decided it, it's in, mm. it doesn't bother her enough to break up, then that's fine. Then you have to like kind of just accept that about him. You have to live with the consequence. Yeah, that, you're making a decision too. Yeah, it's a this is very different for us. I I and also good question though. It's a good question. The idea of like, what do you say? Like, I think questions. Yeah, and, and again, and I think not letting him just sort of have the cop out of. It's just not my thing. I'm not. At this point, right. I think you can say, well, like pickleball's not his thing. Right. Not, so don't play pickleball. Yeah. yeah. Not having a kid. And this is life. You know, life isn't your thing. Right. And <laughs> dealing with your dealing, dealing with, with the consequences of of your actions yeah. isn't your thing. Yeah. 
in the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry? Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's play some games. Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. We love a red flag deal breaker. We love that these are like user generated. Yes. These are some good ones. Yes. I'll get to the first one. You ready? Yep. They lie about their height on the apps. For context, I recently went on a date with a guy who claimed to be 6'1 on Hinge. We met at a bar, and after a couple rounds of drinks, he suggested walking around the neighborhood for a bit. When he stood, it became obvious that he's almost at, he's at most two inches taller than my 5'6". The day went well overall, and I'm inclined to see him again. Still, I find it unattractive that he lied. It suggests a lack of self-confidence. Plus, I feel, I feel personally insulted that he thought he could pull one over on me, as if I... And the other women of Hinge. <laughs> the other women of Hinge. <laughs> women of Hinge. Nice. Women. We shall not be taken advantage of by these short kings. <laughs> Am I right, women of Hinge? I just Ladies can't. of Hinge. Um, as if I and the other women of Hinge have no powers of observation. I understand that he may have felt the need to lie simply to get his foot in the door since some women have height cutoffs. But isn't that their prerogative? Sincerely, a conflicted batch. What do you think? Um, I think 5'8 versus 6'1 is an egregious lie. It's a pretty big one. Yes. And, and he very obviously wants to get over that six foot cutoff. I mean, to get into the wider that this yes. is someone I who's gamifying dating in a way. <laughs> yeah, I get it. But I think it would be a turnoff for me because I'm just kind of, one. It's like you're not the height that you said you are. Right. And two, the gap is too big. It, it to me implies a, a lack of um, self-awareness. Because it's right. so big. It's one I, thing if you say you're 5'11 and you're 6 and you say 6'1 six, six and you're 5'11. Right. I, I guess here's from the from my POV. Okay. I'm trying to think of why I would lie. And because I'm not here for the long term. I would think there's an element of like. You think? I think it's more like, like she said, like to get your foot in the door. It is. But I'm saying it's to get your foot in the door of fucking. Like, I, I actually like... <laughs> Why do you think it's the person's more likely trying to hook up than date? Because it's like you're built on a lie. If you're lying right away, how much are you really looking to build, like, a, a, an actual connection with someone? You know, I... Because yeah. I, I, I think of it for myself. Like, I don't want to be... Like, I don't want to start something new with someone where there's, like, lies on the table. 
But if you're very insecure, then of course. maybe that's why you would do that. I, I agree. I, I, I do think that I agree with that. I'm just saying like, you know, for as many stories that start, well, at, you know, on our first date, he said he was five, six, one, but he's actually five, eight. Now we're married. There's way more stories of like this guy five, eight. And when he said he was six, one, and then we fucked and then he's gone. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, I, I saw you all the time. Right. Yeah. I didn't tell his oldest time. Yeah. <gasps> Beauty and the short king. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like, uh, I don't know. Like, it, it, it's like if you have if you have the ability to like do that in your brain, I think you also have the ability to like ghost more readily. Right. Well, you're, I, you're I, identifying yourself as someone who isn't the most straightforward straight shooter there is. Right, you're a con man. You're you're, yeah. you're the music and, man. You're a snake oil salesman. And the biggest turnoff, I think, again, is that you're insecure. Right. And conf- I mean, we talk, we're not the first people to say this. Confidence is the most attractive thing. So I'd right. rather have a confident 5'8 person than a... Um, yeah, but the confident 5'8 yeah. person's at home. <laughs> he didn't go out on a date. I, I, It's either... Well, it is either you're not confident and that, like... The fact that they had a good time on the date and he was just like totally cool with this, that is more snake oil salesman than not confident dude. You like, think? Do, yeah, there's just an element well, of how like- How would a not confident guy handle that? I think you wouldn't even be attracted. You'd be like, oh, he was just kind of like, he oh, was okay. a dud. I see what you're saying. You right? know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're the guy who lies that says he's 6'1", plays it off perfectly. Okay. To the point where you, this woman is debating another date. I'm just, I, I'm trying to like speak as honestly on this as possible because yeah. this is a real thing. I understand why guys do it. I have never been to me. Like, I'm like, I'll oh, fuck who wants to fuck me. You know, like <laughs> well, I, I, mean, I don't want to be like on a date way, with that's someone kind that's kind of the like, way to date. Right. Right. That's like, if you were to think of the, the most confident way to date is this is who I am. And if someone's not interested, then I don't, I wouldn't want, I don't want to go on a date with someone who's not interested in, in who I am. Right. I guess from my where I lack confidence, it would be like, what if I like this person so much and then they're like, ugh, right. and, and I didn't even put myself in a position to win. You mean like once they, once well, they, you know, they see the me truth? and we yeah. have a great day and I stand up and they're like, where'd the rest of you go? Right. No, but I agree that this you know? is like someone who's overly confident because they had, because they were like charming on the date. Right. Yeah. And so you go, all right, well, if I was on a date with a guy who did this, how I the immediate would be, how tall are you? Like I would have to like clear the air. Well, well what if you went on a date? A, a woman writes that she's um, five eleven mm-hmm. and she's actually six three. I guess I wouldn't say anything to them because I, I think that'd be like insulting. But I, I also, wouldn't say anything to the but guy. I'm five either, eight but... and a half. You're just taller than me. Like it wouldn't be if it said that they were like. Five four, and they ended up being six two. Yeah, let's use that. I guess, I guess that would be. But you I had a great time. I had a great time. <laughs> I, the thing is, that height thing doesn't. It's not an, a, a factor for me as far as attraction. Okay. You know, I, I'd right. be like, okay, cool. Like, I but don't know. But the fact that she lied wouldn't bother you. I guess not. Okay. As strange as that sounds, like I would just be like, I, it would bother me later on. 
<laughs> when you were deciding if you should date if or I should not. date yeah. for well, real that's... I'd be like and is this something that weighs on you well that's kind of I guess a good a good um like evidence for your theory before of like yeah you could still hook up just right. like with the with the woman you might be like all right I'll just hook up I'll well we can hook up we can hook up yeah and then does but that's and every that's, maybe that's what a he lot wants. of guys it's yeah. like we can hook up and then we'll see right it's the I'm here to hook up but if I find the right person for me, and then you start going, and they did lie about their height. Right. <laughs> so maybe they're not trustworthy. I don't know. It, it, I think it'd be a deal breaker this, for me. It'd be a deal breaker yeah. for you. But also maybe because I'm maybe more particular or superficial about height for myself. Right. I mean, because this maybe person to someone is, who wasn't, it wouldn't be as big of a deal. That's the thing. This person is actually not. Yeah. Well, you know, that's they're, what I'm they're like, they don't have the cutoff. Yeah. So they're saying, I ended up on a date with a guy who's trying to lie to other women, but I wasn't one of those women that he was trying to lie to, but he was shorter than he said. Right. And you go, okay, well, that to me is more like beware of your purchase mm -hmm. because the seller is a guy who's out there deceiving women, not you. Right. Yeah, I think lying, but I think, I think lying drastically on a date is a deal breaker, no matter what it is. Let's right. say it was his job anything else like if it's close if it's if you're sort of like ex you know exaggerating the truth like you would on a resume that's one thing but if you're like making shit up which this seems more a case of right well i guess for me and i agree with you it would be mm -hmm. a deal breaker for me any lie on the first date i go i can't really trust you you know right. like i what's the point there was a woman recently that posted in her stories about like liking the special and then it was like a also like tagged me with like, and I'm going to try and go on a date with him. <laughs> and I was like, this is a really bad way to go about it. I don't, I'm not looking to have person from the stories who, you know, like I, I right. listen as someone, I'm not everyone's cup of tea either. Like I talk on a dating podcast. I can understand why someone wouldn't want to date me because of that. Again, like the idea of like, and I'm going to try and go on a date with him. And then I wrote to them. I was like, thank you very much for watching the special. I just wrote that. Because they tagged me like three things. Oh, wow. And then they're like, well, what about the date? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm very flattered, but like, this is not the way I'm going to meet someone. Okay. And I, but I, pre and I, I appreciate it. And it, you know, I'm not saying I would have gone out with them. Otherwise. They, otherwise, I'm just saying this specifically made it more of a no for me. Yeah. Because it's like, all right, if you're posting three stories about hypothetically going out with me, what's going to happen when but we... I mean, that's Go the point, out, the know, point like, of like early dating is to just judge people excessively totally. until you commit and then you're supposed to stop judging them. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to tell them about your judgment. Yes. And then you can try to change them. <coughs> right. after that. Yeah. Let's do another. Okay. Um, they insist on holding your hand during the first date. Hi, J&J. &J. Last night I went on a first date when we were sitting at the bar and 20 minutes in, he reached for my hand and proceeded to hold it for the remaining two and a half hours of the date. Two and a half hours. That's a very long time. Come, This is like cuddling the whole night. That's you awesome. go to your side, I'll go to my side. I mean, that's sweet. <laughs> two I and a half hours? I mean, not the, not the hand holding, the cuddling. <laughs> I tried a few times to detach from his grip when reaching for my drink, but he would always reach for my hand again and deferred to and preferred to interlace fingers. Doesn't sound like it was for her. <laughs> Which was even less comfortable. Is this a red flag or a deal breaker from someone you've just met for this long of a 
time period. I'm sending you this email via voice to text feature because my hand is still cramped from holding <laughs> his all night long. Curious to hear your thoughts. Signed, early onset arthritis. Well, I think we can tell there wasn't a date, a second date here. Weird. It's weird. You know what it is? It's not... First of all, it's uncomfortable. I, I Two hours of holding hands. Get out of here. That's excessive. It's a lot. Yeah. Even the if other, you were like obsessed with each other. Right. It would still be a lot. It'd still be a lot. Like even if I'm walking down the street with someone I've had a great date with, we'll hold hands. We'll right. let go. We'll let people pass. You know, we don't have to have a fucking red Interlocked rover. Interlocked the entire time. Yeah. It's right. crazy. I, I think it's all, most of all, it's not knowing the temperature of the room. Right. Like where you're like... If someone's like all of a sudden like I gotta hold hands, taking their and hand like, away, and then you're grabbing it again, interlit twenty right. minutes into a first date and holding it for that long, when you haven't, I think if you haven't like, kissed. you haven't kissed, you get like a little handhold just to show the person you're interested, maybe like a hand on the leg or something, touching a leg, small of the back, yeah, these are all nice things, for like not prolonged, right, yeah. half a second, yeah, if no. that, yeah, yeah, this is a deal breaker, deal breaker. for me. Let's if she's trying more. to hold your hand, <laughs> hey, and then she hey. grabs it back. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm out of here. <laughs> Last one. He follows up the first date by sending you his STD test results. Oh my god. Is it STI now? Is I think it's STI, STI these days. J and J, longtime listener, first time writer. It was amazing to see you guys in DC. Please come back. That DC that was show, a great show so much fun. That so was awesome. great. That's where I'm doing uh, stand up. At that same venue. Same venue. It was a cool venue. It was too. Great venue. Cool. A uh, cool area, too. I have a red flag or deal breaker for you from a friend of mine. She went on a first date with a guy and things went well. After the date, he went. He sent her an STD test result summary sheet to show he was clean. Oh <laughs> There's a little doth protest too much here. Yeah, this is a... Uh, they didn't oh. talk about sex on the date and didn't sleep together after the date. She didn't think it was a deal breaker. They did it about three weeks before he broke things off. It's Shocking. a deal breaker for me, though. Ha ha. Curious as to what y'all think. I'm I'm not surprised he ended. It sounds like there's one thing that he was interested in. Right. That, well, getting, that is, I mean, this is so lame to me. Like, it's, it's lame. It's that's a great right? word for it. It's just kind of like you're. It's so presumptuous. It's so like I think it's a little tacky. It's jokey in a way that's like actually not a joke. Yeah, I mean, clearly, I assume they slept together. Right. <laughs> I mean, three, LOL, here's my STD results. And then it is them. And then you yeah. go, yeah, like, oh, I guess you know I'm cool. <laughs> you know, like, Also, this is some, clearly something you do all the time. Right. Like, you have, you know what I mean? Like, it shows what your interests are. That's why I'm not surprised he broke things off. Right. It, 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 right. This is a magician. Look at my right hand while I do stuff with my left. You know, like, look how upfront I am. Again, doth protest much. The, you know, what is the great Maya Angelou once said, if they give you their STD results, believe Leave them. them. Yes. That is the truth that here. Is... Because this guy, if they're talking about sex, they want sex. If they talk about, if that's the right. first lead. Honestly, I'd prefer a dick pic. At least they're being more honest. Right. That's, you know, <laughs> You're absolutely right. Dick pic is like, I'm here to fuck. You know, right. STD is like, look at the hero. Right. Yes, like I'm safe. Right. Whatever. Come here to my safe home. Just send a picture of your penis like a normal person. Yeah, fucking stop being a weirdo. What if she? What if a woman did this? You had a good, you had a great woman, first date. You didn't talk about sex. You made out. 
I wouldn't trust it. I again, I'd be like, okay, I'd be like the first, you know, the guy who doesn't want the baby. Send I'd be me like, a pregnancy right. test. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, I, it's all too much. Yeah, it's I'd, this like I'd be like, can you send me your W two? We're gonna be sending. Yeah, right. <laughs> let, me, let me see. What, I got more important questions. Right. Yeah, I don't want to be diseased with your poor. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just like, it's like, it's this, like, it's like so much honesty that you must be lying Yeah, sneaky. about something. I don't like it. I don't have an STD, but what I do have is ghosting you, you know, like that's yeah. what it ends up being. Exactly. But. All right. Well, we did it. We solved dating again. Uh, if you are here right now, that means you love this episode because you made it all the way to the end. Go tell a friend. Share a, friend. a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone who wants to have fun listening about dating stuff. You know, this is what it this this is, is for them you and you put it on your story. Yeah, do that. You love a story. Post. Love it. Always be close. And we'll see you on Sunday. Boom. The You Up podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico, Sean Kilby, and Candice Maniga. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico and Shannon Sassone. Social media by Candice Maniga. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.